0: Welcome to another episode of the Hardship Journey podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm your host, Andrea Mauser, a mindset and personal growth coach and creator of Choose Your Journey. We all endure hardship in some form in our life. It's those very things that we go through, we grow through. My guest today is Trish Rapp, who experienced an unexpected job elimination. We often rely on our job to provide financial security. So when a notification comes in, the job is being eliminated, it can create challenges and a significant hardship. Trish shares of her journey and what she felt and experienced from her job elimination. And while she did have a season of feeling unworthy, she also has an amazing perspective of we always land on our feet. And she allowed herself permission to feel what she had to feel. And she's such a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. As a result of Trish's job elimination, she took a happy class on udemy.com, which led to her call for personal coaching. Trish shares some wonderful tips and reminders in this episode that are super useful. I hope you have some great takeaways like I did from this episode. Thank you for listening and be sure to check out my website, www.chooseyourjourney.co, to hear other great episodes of inspiration. Welcome, friends. I'm so excited to have Trish wrap with us today. Trisha's going to share about her hardship in a experiencing job elimination. You know, for so many of us, we go to work. We depend on that job for providing for our family, providing for our goals and our desires. And so to one day get notification that that job that you rely on that provides so much is going to be gone my goodness, such a hardship in that. So Trish, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you. It's so good to be here. Yes. So maybe if you can just go ahead and share a little bit about who you are and kind of, you know, take us back to the time that it all started for you. Yes, absolutely. So, um, I am going to be 46 years old. So I'm entering the end phase of the 40s. And I became a parent pretty early in life. Um, I got pregnant at 16. So I learned pretty quickly about responsibility as far as like being a parent and mom. And yeah, like you said, like kind of um, bringing income into the family and having a life and providing our kids and ourselves with things, you know, that we just kind of dream of um, I was in the corporate world for a number of years, about 16 years, and then I transitioned over into higher education, where I was working from home 100% of the time, and this was pre-COVID time, and it was it was going wonderful. It was my favorite job ever. Um, just everybody got along so great. We had just rock star team members and um, we were doing good. We were hitting our numbers and everything. So life was really good. Yeah. And that's so important. Like knowing like we spend how many hours in a job setting to, it sounds to have like that positiveness to have the vibrancy. Oh my gosh. Can we just like multiply that? So everybody experiences that kind of a job. It sounds great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. It was, um, mean the flexibility and, Even with COVID hitting, it's like, I felt like I was already in the place as a mom, both in taking care of the home and the kids and also working that full-time job that when COVID did hit, uh, we didn't really skip a beat. And I'm so lucky to be able to say that, that we, we had it together. Wow. Oh my gosh. that is like beautiful harmony right there. (laughs) Yes. So what happened is um, just the, after the new year, Thursday, and uh, we got called into a meeting kind of last minute. Now, the company that I was with, we smaller, like a 120-ish people um, employed and working. And uh, we all were remote. So getting called into a meeting kind of last minute wasn't too different, I'll say. It wasn't outside of the norm. Um, but gosh, that meeting sure changed me in more ways than what I ever would have realized. Um, it was a 20 minute conversation. Of- it was sold and um, closing was going to happen the following Monday or Tuesday. So again, this was a Thursday meeting at around noon and wow. that um, yeah, jobs were going to be eliminated. Um, there was lots of tears and sadness because we were kind of a family. Not kind of, we were. We are work family. I consider them my work family. Mm-hmm. Told them good night at night. <laughs> good night, work right? family. And <laughs> good morning in the morning. Yes, yeah, so we spent lots of time together. And then as soon as that meeting ended, I got a calendar for a termination meeting that was 10 minutes. So that's really when it hit me, like I was in total shock. I'm like, okay, having been in HR for 16 years in that corporate world previously, I, I was just, it's happening. happening? You typically (laughs) know if something something um, is going to be happening. And it was, I was totally blindsided that um, I was one of the people who was being eliminated due Mm. to this. um, So was everybody if I just take a step back, not everybody was going to be terminated or was everybody
1: going to be, um,
0: not everybody was going to be terminated. Um, the company who purchased ours, they needed some to move over. So there's about 70 people. I want to say that, um, their positions were eliminated at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it was, um, Again, just a mixture of feelings of, and having been on the other side, I'll say of the desk virtually, um, having been in HR long and having that positions are being eliminated for various reasons, um, that's difficult, even though unless you've probably done it, you don't realize how difficult that can be because mm. you've known about it for a while, you've planned it, Um and then once the news is delivered, it's just as heartbreaking. Uh, however, what kept going was that having been in HR and having to give a reduction in force notices to people, there have been who have contacted me back after the years and kind of just let me know like, hey, this is where I'm at. Can you believe it?
1: And Mm.
0: one of them was even a gal that moved to California after she received her notice. And she's putting on makeup on actors and actresses that are starring in like movies and TV shows. And that's just something that I knew the industry that I was supporting, that's something we would never like, that's not a job (laughs) that we would offer for anybody to have. And here she is off living her like greatest life doing that so knowing that things can turn around that things happen for a reason sometimes Mm -hmm. was kind of what kept me going when I got that notice I'm like okay Trish you were on the other side of you let these people know you know everybody everybody we always land on our feet we always do think of the worst situation you've ever been in in your life and then Think of how you got to where you are today. We always rise up. It's just who we are. Wow. That's, that is some like (laughs) strength there in, in your mindset to like, to feel that. Did you have any part of your brain? Cause I like to talk about the, the critter brain, which is that part of us that is like, the, in disbelief because we don't survive something, you know, it's, it's like second guessing ourselves. Like you want to take a new adventure and then you say yes. And then all of a sudden, like moments later, you're like, I'm just kidding. I'm not ready for this. You know, it's like our <laughs> critter brain is saying, silly you, you don't know if this is right for you, but the other parts of us feel it like our heart and our stomach and our power, personal power want to go forward. Was there any part of you that Defied this, this messaging of, you know, we always rise up, we always land on our feet. Like is oh, there any yeah. part of you that was like wanting to go in a corner and sob? <laughs> totally. I think that's an important message to get that it's okay. It is more than okay. You need to feel what you feel. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the maybe problems that, especially as a woman, that I felt I was facing, that, no, I need to be strong. Um, I'm, I was self-judging myself. I was um, not giving myself time to feel the feelings, mm-hmm. whether that's good feelings or, in this case, bad feelings. So there was about a two-week period where – I mean I just kind of like, I woke up and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I've never not woken up and not had a job to do. I mean, yes, I've always been a mom. That's not going to go away or a wife. (laughs) I mean, or, you know, like, I just never woke up without working. Yeah. And supporting. So that feeling was strange, it was different. And then comes all these other feelings of unworthiness and that one lasted a long time. That whole unworthiness of, well, I don't have a job, therefore I can't, and fill in the blank. Mm. I can't go get my nails painted professionally or um, I don't deserve having that Starbucks this morning because I'm not bringing money into the home. Cause that's what I've been doing for how many years, right? So the whole mindset, but yeah, definitely. That the brain, I, mean, I, oh my gosh, I hear you. you. It's what I, what I've learned from this. I've learned a lot of things. One of the things I've learned from this, that in order to get comfortable, you need to get uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so on the other side of being uncomfortable is where you level up. So the critter brain, I don't want to go skydiving, but like, you're like, I really do. You know (laughs) what it's like, you got to make that appointment. You got to go do that because life is so precious. We only have so many minutes, so many hours. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know when it's going to end and we don't want to miss out, right? We don't want there to be, at the end, we don't want to say like, gosh, I wish I would have. We don't mm-hmm. want to say that. We want to look back and say, I am so glad I had that conversation with my dad. Or I'm mm-hmm. so glad that I took that step and fill in the blank, bought that house or bought my dream car. Right? Yeah. Regrets. No regrets. So what did you end up doing? So this was in January, obviously yes. it's winter it's crummy out. It's not like, you know, in the summertime <laughs> where it's like, Oh good. I have my days to go to the park or, you know, the pool <laughs> It's cold. And you're like, oh, I gotta be in the house or what am I doing? What did you, what were next steps? Yeah. Well, every day felt like it was a Saturday. That was the feeling when you wake up on a Saturday and it's like, you know, you may have some things planned to do around the house, cooking or cleaning, but there just wasn't that, I'll say, job to do. I knew mm-hmm. I had to keep myself busy or I would go crazy. Like, I didn't want to sit and binge watch on Netflix. I didn't read mushy stories. I didn't, didn't... want to go to that park. Again, I was feeling unworthy. I wasn't mm-hmm. worthy to do that because I didn't put in extra effort in a different place in my life. So what I did was um, I stayed connected with the people that were also affected Um, by the sale of the company and say us all that we're lifting each other up so one of my dear friends and colleagues he said that she was going online it's udemy.com and she just picked out some courses to take and they're really reasonable like they have anything from learning how to use a spreadsheet in excel or like what does excel even mean to how to crochet or um the oh. class that I took was happy <laughs> it was a life coaching class on happiness oh my gosh. and I'm like heck yes I need a little bit of more of that in my life right now <laughs> I love that, and I'm gonna be sure to share that link in the, in the show notes here so if our listeners want to have a check into that for any courses that may be of interest to them thank you for letting me know about that I love yeah. that yeah I'm not affiliated with them at all. So I just, let me preface that. But again, I just love being able to share any knowledge with anybody else because I think sharing knowledge is more important by far than keeping knowledge. Yeah. Yes. So you took the happy class. So, this I did, yeah. And I, it, I said, um, that it's like a seven hour course. And I'm like, okay, I can do that while the kids are in school. No problem. And it ended up taking me a week to <laughs> um, to watch it fully because I kept pausing. But they were this was like an instructional class on how to coach people. Yes. So I took it as if they were coaching me and I was doing all the activities that they recommended. And then I took it as if I then could coach other people. Mm. So that's why I a week because I was so enthralled with it, and not only was that, but then there was other courses to take on life coaching, and I just kept taking them. <laughs> yeah, it was so interesting, so powerful. There were so many aha moments. I'm like, oh my gosh, that explains why I feel blah 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 blah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it just be- kind of became um like one thing after another. Uh, this was about a March time frame is when I took a total of five classes and became a coach. And I had a business that was kind of stagnant, simplify with you, that was um, geared towards home organization and going into people's homes and helping them with their space to de and make it... So it fits their lifestyle their family better. Um, with COVID, it was a stagnant business. And I thought, maybe I can try doing it virtually. Um, but what I remember about doing home organization previously for all the clients, there was always, and I do mean that absolute word, there's always something underlining for why they're mm home needed organizing or why it wasn't staying organized and okay. it's it kind of reminds me along like the health route of if you eat and choose not to exercise or eat right I'll say eat better not right eat better I mean we all have our let's totally gorge on thing or right. we may have a bad week because we're traveling and we eat but if you eat because of your emotions, there's an underlining reason why, um, why you're eating. so all the fitness, all the correcting of what you should eat is not going to help the underlining reason. I think else that you may need help with it. My clients that I was helping organize their home. So I was leaving them feeling that i didn't do a good enough job to serve them mm. in their home organizing needs cuz i couldn't and i wasn't prepared or trained to get them to the next level yeah where they could stay organized in their home and right. in their life so were you seeing like short term results but not long term done it right we yeah. always had that band aid for how long would that mm-hmm. band aid last yeah um, and programming. That's something I've really been diving into on what our programming is just from like, like you said, how, how you grew up, um, how people talk to you, like the influences in your life, you know, it. and I never really figured it out. And now I'm thinking, holy crap, there's a lot behind that. And it's scary sometimes because, you know, it's meant in fun or meant in, ingest and it really has yeah. some really harboring ill feelings on it and it can really take people down a path that nobody would intend for it to be taken down but that programming that programming needs an upgrade sometimes so yeah yeah yes, so reprogramming doing that upgrade with people during as part of the organization that sounds like it would go hand in hand yeah absolutely it will and it does <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Um, so, in the March timeframe, what happened mm-hmm. after that? Yeah, after that, I dove into creating restructuring my Simplify with You business and became a life coach. Where mm-hmm. um, I tested it out. I dabbled in it a little bit because I'm like, oh, I don't know. Again, I wasn't completely at that confidence. I'll say stage um, still feeling a little unworthy. Um, what I really wanted though, and I noticed this my whole life is I've always wanted to help. People. No, that so that probably explains like I was in human resources. resources, I wanted to help right. employees. <laughs> um, so I, I didn't know what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, uh, career life. I should say, I knew that I wasn't done by any means. Um, Okay, what's that next step? I didn't want to go to the corporate world um, at that time, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go. I'll say back to human resources. So mm-hmm. it I dabbled in life coaching, and it became a huge success. And, and I, realized I realized how much it's needed, yeah. and it's been so rewarding seeing these women. Um, change their lives and change their thought process. I mean it's changing the thought process that changed lives. Do you feel like what happened in January was actually a blessing for you? Absolutely. I think it was back to that. that. Um, if you believe in things happen for a reason and everything happens for a reason, but for the most part, uh, that was absolutely exactly uh, what I needed in what I was doing. I was helping people get higher education at that time. And it's now taking a step Mm -hmm. back and it's not about the higher education. It's about the mindset and what God gave us as far as our thoughts, our feelings, and what's happening in the world. The world's crazy right now. And mm -hmm. it's how we are choosing to be not only responsible, but also in our way of thinking that is gonna get us, that's gonna help others, um, whether it's our yeah. children, you know how we respond to things, our children see that and having their mindset also shift and be different yeah. is, is just as important I feel too. Well, I just couldn't help but think about, you know, you shared that before you're helping people get higher education, and now it, like, it, it seems like it transformed into helping people get to their higher self. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow. And what, it, what was your support system like as you were transitioning from being told you may not have a job, knowing you don't have a job, kind of that in-between stage? Did you, did you feel like the support was there for you? Um, definitely from the family standpoint, absolutely. And really good as far as support um, for any stage of our life, even if things are going good, it's probably a good time to just pause and be like, okay, who do I have for support? Because If you don't have support, you need to be even stronger. And that can be different. Um, um, I'm so lucky that my hubby so supportive like never once has he said under his breath anything like well you don't have a job <laughs> so everything mm-hmm. that I had in my mind of that unworthiness that was all from me it wasn't because anybody was telling me that that was within me and that was something I needed to clear with myself of I am worthy or I do yeah. have And a check into the checking account a week Does doesn't mean, mean that I can't go get my Starbucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, when do you feel was the, po- the turning point of feeling like those thoughts of being unworthy or undeserving kind of reduced themselves or evaporated into feeling you are worthy yeah. and giving you that confidence? it's the life coaching um not only the training I took, but then realizing that i probably needed a life coach um i have definitely done therapy in the past and i didn't feel that's what i needed at the time rather i i needed somebody to hold me accountable and having the life coach that mm-hmm. you 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 you're, you're not like life your life coach, coach. you're not 30 friends with them, they're your coach. So I feel that the big shift happened with that and with changing, because not with, but that changed my mindset. That made me feel differently. And mm-hmm. knowing that how clean yeah. is like, if that's one thing anybody can take away from being with any life coach or of your podcast feel feel your feelings it's okay to be sad it's okay to have a bad day and then get back up but feel your feelings take time to feel that because I do that enough just like if you see something beautiful like a looking at it and just taking it in yeah I, I I completely agree and I feel like that would be a beautiful challenge to do like a pause challenge, you know, to be like, we are just conditioned to be on a hamster wheel and just keep going like, who wins the race? The fastest person, you you know, who (laughs) there's reward for being fast and we've, we've lost sight of that. And it's in a way really, um, created some hardships when we, just run through things so quickly as opposed to stopping and pausing and taking a break. Um, I had heard a, a saying over the weekend from a podcast I was listening to where um, you, you think of something, the emotion that's tied to it. And, you know, say for example, uh, money, you know, what is money? What's the emotion that you'd like to feel by receiving some amount of money and then taking that and thinking about each emotion for just 17 seconds Doing that 17 seconds on just on that one emotion can get into your subconscious to have you automatically start looking for more activities in that day to make you feel that way. And I'm like, 17 seconds—that's hardly like any time at all. I can make time for 17 seconds. You know um, how we eat, right? Like, what is it like three bites and we swallow? Like we we rush through meals. We we just rush through life. And I I see it, you know, especially at the beginning of school where these parents are showing these beautiful pictures of their kids and we're all like, how can they be this old already? You know, don't blink because it's over. And I think we all just, it's a great reminder, Trish, to just stop and slow and be, take a pause for life. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. I, I love, love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing about the podcast too and the whole like, order of the feelings you feel when you think of, or when you hear this word that's equally as important too. So, what do you think about the experience and who it influ- influenced you as today? Um, okay, so the, I'm sorry, the experience of the loss of the job? Yes, yes. Um, well, I definitely, <laughs> knowing where I am today, how it came about, I still would never wish that on anybody. However, this is life, I want to say, and that they, whether we want them to or not. So Mm -hmm. I'll start off by saying that. Um, But those that have influenced me, definitely, I want to say the biggest one at the beginning was my coworker. She was, I'm going to say excited (laughs) that it happened. And I was like, how can you be excited? Again, different feelings to all these companies I would have never thought of doing before because I was intimidated by them or I didn't have the courage or confidence I went mm-hmm. for it I have nothing to lose who wants to right. work for Google I applied there <laughs> <laughs> yeah just to be able to say that hey I applied there Pinterest right. that was another one that I thought would be okay it'll be fun to work at Pinterest right so yeah without having the job loss, I would have never applied or thought to apply or look Mm -hmm. for these other companies that I hold high and I feel are good influences. Yeah. And what would you say to someone who's feeling a low point in their life right now? Do you have any suggestions or encouragement you'd offer? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll go back to kind of what I said earlier in this. Think of other low points in your life and you overcame them. You will overcome them. This is just a moment in time. And the bigger thing maybe to think about is if this is a continual low point, I go back to the uncomfortable. If you want something to change, you need to change. Mm -hmm. And if that's getting to the other side of uncomfortable, that's when then you'll experience and see that this is no longer a low point because I made these changes. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. Is there anything to like add on or, or to extend on that? You know, in the event somebody has a family member or a loved one going through a hardship, maybe it's not them themselves. Mm. I think, I mean, I'm sure it applies that way too, but I didn't know if there was anything in addition to. Yeah, absolutely. The support, um, they need you more now than when they're happy. So giving them some grace, being there, just letting them know that you're there, not judging that you are there unconditionally for them. That is the biggest thing that could help them. Knowing that they will reach out to you when and if they need, that's mm-hmm. going to make the biggest difference. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Anything else that you want to talk about or like to share that would benefit those who listen today? Oh my gosh, brain is racing because yeah, of course, there's always so much. <laughs> and then I like I'm repeating myself. <laughs> this is so good. I'm I'm taking notes. I'm like, oh my gosh, these are like amazing quotes. Oh. oh what I love about Andrea is that I feel like I take so many notes from you too. So <laughs> this is what is the greatest thing um when we learn from each other. And that's kind of what life is about. Um, one of the biggest things I feel like I've learned in the past five to six months is that multitasking can be a curse. And what I mean by that is that when you multitask, because I feel like that's like, I mean, that's how we get stuff done. Right. right? We, need to do this. we need to do that. Yeah. let like, let's. They're to do dishes. Yeah. Um, I mean, anything, uh, but when you pause and think about it, when you multitask, you don't give any one thing a hundred percent of you. Mm-hmm. So it so kind of sure. goes on lines with pausing and feeling if you sit down to have that conversation with your sister or one of your parents. I thought, wow, I'm it's really brilliant. engaged this conversation I mean, you all know that you've had conversations with people and they're like uh-huh uh-huh and they're saying uh-huh but like there's nothing to say uh-huh to I mean you're like they're listening to you they're engaged with something else right and now with like our cell phones the mute button's so easy you know I've I'm, I've been guilty of it before my kids will come in and I'll put on you and I'll be like would you can I have five minutes like go. Oh, the shirt's in your room and then all of a sudden it's like where were we at you know and There's a pause and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes, yes. So what I recommend is that give yourself grace, first of all, and give your attention a hundred percent of what you're doing. Try Mm -hmm. not to multitask. And if that's that would be hard for my past self if I were to tell myself that like a year ago, try doing and see mm. how it goes. Just try for a little bit, maybe an hour, maybe two much. But if you choose not to multitask, turn off those notifications. Mm-hmm. If you choose to just focus a hundred percent, give a hundred percent of you to what you're doing or whoever you're talking to, I think you'll be amazed. You'll have a little bit more, I will say time on your side and I know that's hard to think about because you're not multitasking, but you'll have a little bit more, less stress. You'll have less right. stress. Well, I feel like it goes right back to your business name, Simplify. By by doing these little things, it's truly the little things that make the biggest impact. And while giving 100% of it your attention might seem like a, a really big thing to do, it allows that person to like see the beauty in something small, like, wow, I just had a really great conversation with a friend I haven't talked to, or you stopped and saw that sunset and it just takes your breath away. And it just fills your heart up for the entire day from that. And it's such a simple thing. Mm -hmm. And it could be making a phone call to somebody like, I challenge your listeners right now. As soon as they're done listening to this, to call someone that has influenced them in their life and just say, thank you. Thank you for influencing me. It'll take a minute. It'll take two minutes, but you know what? It may like spark another conversation, but think of how you will feel after you do that. And then think of how they will feel. Right. Oh my gosh. I think that's brilliant. I love that. I think that is a great challenge and one that I would love for, You know, do hashtag simplify with choose your journey and let us know that you've made that, that outreach, because I know I'm just guaranteed that people are going to feel differently, feel more inspired and motivated by doing something so genuine and authentic in that simple reach out. I love love that. What other goodies do you have to share? Keep going. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, I feel like um, I should have a whole bunch in, like, my back pocket, and I just can't <laughs> seem to think about that. Well, <laughs> thinking on the spot can be a little, like, you know, the, we, we plan, of course, we're prepared, we're planners, but, you know, sometimes thinking on the spot can be a little hard that way. Be a good thing think that's when you're being your truest of most vulnerable self. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I think what you just said about being vulnerable, you know, um, it's so, it can be so challenging, but the most rewarding experiences can result from just allowing that to happen and letting go of opinions of others. Cause I think that's number one, what holds people back. Um, down to such a a small age, my youngest, and be like, well, what do you think? Should I wear the pink? Is this look okay? And I'm like, you wear what you want to wear. Like I, I want to encourage them to be creative and, and on their own and not allow the opinions to muster over their own creativity. What are your thoughts about vulnerability? Yes. Oh my gosh. That is such a great example. And I think we definitely find her a lot in is to put the blinders on. It doesn't matter what your neighbor's doing. It doesn't matter what your friend's doing. They are different. God made us different. We're each doing our own thing. And what we're doing right now, that's perfect. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Whatever you're doing right now, that's what you're supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. And putting those blinders on and not. Uh, this is going to be hard to say, but not caring that, wow, the first day of school pictures, those guys all look really happy. And our house was a complete tornado. (laughs) full of chaos. (laughs) Like I didn't even know if my youngest ate that day, (laughs) but you know what? I'm like, hurry up and smile because that's what we do. Yes. Yes. It it totally doesn't have to be like that. (laughs) I saw a back to school picture of my dear friend. And her daughter was like, so upset. And I, Good. thank you. Thank you for posting the picture. That's real, real. obvious your daughter did not want to go back to school. It's just gonna be a freshman. She didn't want to go back to school and that's what's shared. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, we right. do not have to be, I mean, as a parent, I was exceptionally happy that we were going back <laughs> to school. But they were nervous they were anxious yeah. so we're not showing our true feelings when it comes to social media for example right it's okay i give so many props to those women men kids out there that say i don't feel good today i need a moment mm-hmm. i need just to be with my dog or i need to go for that walk by myself Because I need a moment. Again, we need to be able to feel our feelings. We need to take time for those. Yeah. We should not be self-judging ourselves, which can be very difficult when we don't have those blinders on and we're looking at what's our neighbor doing or what's my friend doing or what's so-and-so's parents doing. Wow, they're on another vacation. Mm -hmm. Well, we can't afford that. So, hmm, how am I going to be happy? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't discount your own happiness. What brings you happiness? You know, that way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Such good stuff. Such good stuff. Um, what's a song that lifts you up, inspires you or kind of is on your, your playlist? Oh, what a great question. So right now I'm addicted to, and I think my kids would tell me that mom, that song is old. Um, it's a, okay. The song is a.o.k
1: and I can't remember
0: the gentleman that it's by, but it's basically that everything is going to be a-okay and Mm. there is an explicit version and there's not. (laughs) So depending (laughs) on which way you lean, know that there's a clean or an explicit. So I personally like the explicit right now.
1: (laughs) Sometimes we need those, right?
0: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. And I'm, I'm sometimes really bad with, like, if there'd be a game, like, name that tune. You know, like, titles. I'm not there. But I'm like, if I'd hear, like, a melody, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, that one's familiar. But I'll have to check that one out. Right now, I'm I'm not connecting with it. But I'll probably hear it. And I'll be like, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, of course. We were on the way for my daughter to go to orientation before school started. And the song was on. And she was really in the dumpster. She does not want to go to this. For her, it's a new school because it's middle school. Mm, she did not yeah. want to go. And this song was on and I'm like, oh my gosh, Belle, this is perfect. This is the perfect yeah. song for you right now. Let's crank this up. And I never <laughs> heard it before. And she's like, I know this. It's on TikTok. <laughs> well, it's a good song for you right now. So we're going to crank it. <laughs> oh, you just raised the bar on my mom cool level. Because if I'm playing a TikTok song for my with my kids, they're going to think I'm really probably not cool but I'm gonna think I'm cool so thank you thank yeah, you I love it. yes you know this is where we need to stick together you know we just ask our kids so what's like the latest trend and then we start doing it and then we'll share that as moms yes I I did buy some crop tops I started wearing a couple and they're like why are you wearing that I'm like uh because they sell them in the mom section so I'm buying it it's okay I Love it. rock that crop top yes breaking the barriers there all I can do. Oh my gosh. So, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, for fun. We love to travel. Getting to the point of getting in the car is another chaos tornado. And I am a total bear. <laughs> but then, once we're driving down the road, I'm like, okay, who's excited? And they're like, whoa. <laughs> so, I do think I like, we love to travel. Um, we were so fortunate to go out to Wyoming last year and Yellowstone oh, cool. National Park with the kids uh, and just be with family. But um yeah, traveling, super fun. I love, I mean, nice. stuff. my poor husband, like in the kitchen he is the chef and I'll be like well it doesn't make sense to have the measuring cups here because they're not close to the bowl so I'm going to move them over here and then he'll go to try to cook something he's like where'd you put the measuring cups now (laughs) (laughs) I put them in a spot that makes sense (laughs) oh yeah that's that's good oh my gosh Yes. yes and decorating I love being home I'm so fortunate to be able to work from home um so that's that's always fun it seems like we always have projects on our list yeah um, there's well, very little we, sitting down but, and we change the seasons ahead. here shortly so I'm sure are you one that loves to get the fall stuff out oh absolutely I'm glad that like the fall stuff lasts a little bit longer than the Christmas stuff yeah <laughs> that's always good <laughs> yeah I agree <laughs> all right do you have any a bucket li- a bucket list do you have a bucket list Oh, what our family does is we have, yeah, a bucket list for the season. So there have been too many times. Yeah. Like at the end of the summer, we're like, oh, we didn't do anything this summer. And then it's like, I'd go back and look on our calendar. I'm like, well, we did this, this, this. So what we do is at the beginning of the season and we pretty much do like summer and then winter, what are some things that we want to do? And that's how we kind of plan and then know that okay yes. we got in everything that we wanted like whether it's going to a hockey game in the winter or in the summer whether it's going to like a water park so that's what we've kind of done but as a big bucket list I, I don't there's things do like a higher balloon ride that's something that mm-hmm. our neighbor over the fourth of July said let's do a higher balloon ride I'm like let's do it so we booked it Unfortunately, the wind and the weather, we haven't been able to go on it yet, but it's still scheduled. we just had to move the date. Oh over. my gosh. That <laughs> so is so say, cool. <laughs> yes. I say, just do it. I mean, like if you have a bucket list, awesome. Just be sure you're checking off things on there as mm-hmm. much as you can. And I love like, it's a way to bring the family together on it. You know, for too many times, I think I'm focusing on like indiv- individually, what's your bucket list as an individual? But creating those memories, creating that value with your family members each season. Oh, I might. Thank you for inspiring me. I think that's something I want to talk to my family about too. Yay. I love it. So Trish, will you just share where people can find you? Yeah, absolutely. I am on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. And I also have my own website. The website is simplifywithyou.com. And what's your handle on Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, uh, the same. Simplify with you. Perfect. That's kind of rounds it out. Keeping things simple. Like that's just been the theme, <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and knowing like how we kind of started in, in something that was really complicated with losing a job and how that impacts finance. could be your health too. Wow. You know, it, it kind of came full circle. And yes. now you're doing what you love and I can hear it in your voice. And I'm so fortunate for the times that we've had been able to talk before this and we'll continue um, after. And I'm just so excited for you. All. Oh, thanks. Well, I'm equally excited for you too. We are lucky. Yeah. This is a great life. Yes. Very well. Thank you so much for sharing with your story about your hardship and the journey that took you down um, for your path of life. And gosh, I I can't help but smile to just all the the goodness that you shared, um, the pivot points and the things that I'm like, I'm doing this, I'm implementing this and has me uh, thinking about the organization too in my house, because now that the weekend's (laughs) over, we were gone. We didn't have time to clean up and it's looking kind of, kind of messy, but that's okay. It's all in a moment. That's right. And sometimes what it takes is just going one place in your home that is organized for you just to breathe again. Like, there are times I've gone into my closet. I just look at my closet. I'm like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) things are neat and in order here. So like, that's right. Oh, that's (laughs) brilliant. That's a great, great suggestion. Oh, so wonderful. Thank you so much, Trish, for your time today. You bet. Thank you. thank you so much for listening in to the hardship journey episode it would mean so much to me if you would share this episode with a friend or family member or even post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out and I hope you feel inspired and motivated from listening to this episode and no matter what comes your way on life's journey you can make your own hardship journey